This show contains mature and sexual content matter, which may be inappropriate for some younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Get ready for Gaywire on CJSR, queer radio that recruits. Hey. Hi. We're Gaywire. Yes, Welcome back, JD. Hi, Alexa. <laughs> That's our new intro. Yeah. It's uh, been three weeks. I know. And the last show I did, I wasn't even really here. I just, it was pre-recorded me. Well, I played it twice, so you're pre-recorded. You played it twice? Well, yeah, because it was two weeks of uh, Fringe that you were gone, so we played your Fringe recommendations twice. They weren't recommendations. They were a, Sorry. a cold reading of the program <laughs> of shows I hadn't seen. Yes. So didn't want to endorse anything. I made that really clear. Because you never so, know. We've that's true. we've learned from experience. Oh, yeah, don't, we endorse. Don't we don't endorse anything seen. Uh, unless we've explicitly seen it. So, did you <laughs> see any uh, good queer yeah, shows? Yeah, there's so many, and there was more than there were. Like, I only listed the ones that I thought were queer based on my reading of the program, right? Mm-hmm. When they were explicitly like, you know, about a gay character or whatever. Um, and there were other shows that weren't listed as explicitly queer, but were explicitly queer. There was a, there was plenty. Um, so yeah, what did I see? See, this is good that you gave me notice so that we would be talking about this because I could have brought a <laughs> well, list. Of, you're like, so you usually see I saw how thir- many shows I, at Fringe? Well, normally I see fifty. This year I only saw thirty. Oh, only thirty. Only thirty. Oh my goodness, what does that week to ten days looks like? That's three. That's three it's shows exhausting. a week. That's three shows a day. Yes, but I didn't do three shows a day. I would do like six in one day and then a day off. Oh my god! It's really tiring. Is there like a punch card or a club you join if you do this? You can buy passes ahead of time. No, but I mean like something about glory that if you see fifty friend shows a year. No. There should be a hall of fame. They should promote that. Add that to the. <laughs> yeah. But you get like a punch card and then an award at the end. That'd be a people would. Well, the 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 award is seeing good theater. That's true. (laughs) They were all good except for one. Okay, but we should talk about that one. Twenty nine, twenty nine to thirty is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I picked good shows. So you can't give us one queer show that you. Well, it's over, so there's no. I mean, I can't really recommend anything. That's fair. Oh, there are all the the holdover. There's four holdover shows happening this week. So if you. Want to see some theater? It's not too late. You can still go onto the Fringe Theater Festival's website and look up the four shows that are held over. Uh, Off the top of my head, I don't think any of them are queer, so I can't Mm. plug them for that. But they're all good shows. There's four good shows. Go see all four of them. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll try to make it a a connection somehow. Speaking of festivals, it's uh, Pride this weekend in Calgary. That was a... That's, really a good, good. that's a segue, uh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Is it a Pride Festival? It is. Pride Fest this there week you go. in Calgary. Uh, so they're having their big I've gay never parade. Been. I haven't either. This might be the first year. My mom's been more than I have. She's, Are you she's, going? Well, I'm going to be in Calgary. I just don't know if I'm going to go to the parade. Are you going to be in the parade? Is this sure you, you're holding out? You're yeah, I'm going to just... Are you the parents. Grand Marshal of the Calgary yeah. Pride Parade? No, I think they're... I, I will look this up, but I think their Grand Marshals are uh, QSAs and GSAs. Oh, cool. Boop, boop. Yeah. Uh, I think I heard that. I can look that up. Let me just look at the Calgary Pride website. They'll tell they us. Are, which political parties are marching in the Pride Parade? Because I'm just curious if they're having the same thing happening there that Edmonton had where... They sure are. Where one party wasn't invited to march in the Pride Parade. Yeah, there was. So they, they they said explicitly that the UCP aren't invited. Uh, they're invited to, like, participate in events and do other things but not be part of the Pride Parade. And they, they were the first ones to do that last year, too. Oh, they did last yeah, year? Yeah, they did it before Edmonton. So they had, they had like, entries fill out um, the same, like, application form to justify why they mm-hmm. should be in the parade. Um, let me see if they said who the Grand Marshal is. Da-da-da! I'll find that information some before the end of the show. Yeah. Um, but it's not Jason Kenney. 
It certainly is not. <laughs> and, well, Joe uh, Clark was the Grand Marshal years ago. No way. Sure he was. Of which one? Calgary? Calgary? Get out of here. No, it's true. I'm going to look that up. Former Prime Minister Joe Clark. I'm sure he was a Grand Marshal once of Calgary Pride. Oh, you have to go get our special guest. Oh, <laughs> all right, you talk about something while I I'll have to I'll talk about door. our special guests as you go get them. Yeah, uh, so we are excited. We're going to have Kyle from Queerflex, who's currently at the front door, locked out, um, who's going to, can probably hear us. That's sweet. Uh, he's going to come talk to us about an amazing fundraiser and everything they do for the community. Uh, but just to keep talking about it, Calgary Pride is happening this week, and the actual parade is Sunday, September 2nd at 11 p. No, 11 a.m. 11 p.m. would be pretty sweet, too. Um, it's going to be downtown on 6th Avenue. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> How's it going? Great. Good. We were just talking about whether former Prime Minister Joe Clark has ever been in Calgary Pride. <gasps> and JD seems to... Th- I don't know why you would make that information up, but if you want to continue That's Googling my it. misinformation campaign to uh, <laughs> catapult Joe Clark back into the position of Prime Minister. Amazing. And I, I don't... Get, are you looking this up? Cause I'm Googling it too, but I feel well, like... I feel that you kind of are in the media. Dude, it's so true. I don't Uh, give out false information. Oh, my God. (laughs) No fake news here on UIR. That is incredible. He led it in 2001. Yeah. When he was the leader of the Progressive Conservatives. Yeah. As the Grand Marshal. Mm-hmm. Because he was fighting for same-sex marriage rights at the time. Well, Remember when he pushed the PCs to the social left when he yeah. was doing the whole red Tory thing. I know, because Preston Manning was... And, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, now we have... To, as, I can't believe that as the Grand Marshal. So all this stuff about Trudeau being, I guess, the first acting Prime Minister yes. to be in the parade, as opposed to former, former Prime, Minister. Prime Minister to be in a parade. Yeah. I can't believe that. Well, there we go. Welcome, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Fantastic. I'm really glad. To you be met here. JD. I did well, at the door. Yeah. 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 But you've been on Queer Flag, or you've been on Gay Wire before. A long time ago, like probably 2013, when I was doing work with McEwen Sexual Health Club. Right. Yeah. And then I think we interviewed you about Queer you, Flex, didn't we? No, I haven't been on Gay Wire about Queer Flex yet. Kyle, that is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, tell us all we, about it. We, I, I we see each other. I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to out you right now yeah. and say we train together. We've been training together for, what, once a week for over a year now? I've just been waiting for my invitation. Oh, Finally, I, this I day has so come. I've been, sit, I've been like, one day, Alexa will ask. Oh, and I was so, like... will be right. I was, <laughs> I was so, like, nonchalant about, like, coming to the studio because I figured you'd, you'd done it before. But here we are. I'm so, that's I should have given you more instructions. Special. No, it's extra yeah. special that you asked me to be here. I was like, yes. oh my god, I want to like right. just apologize. We could have just <laughs> recorded all of our workout sessions and put that on the air. We it's mostly me swearing, so that might not work. <laughs> but, um, well, okay, then let's start yeah. from the you're the founder and one of the trainers for Queerflex. Yeah, yeah, so what is it? What's Queerflex yeah, all about? Queerflex <laughs> is. Uh, a nonprofit queer center gym here in Edmonton. To my knowledge, it's the first of its kind in Canada, which is exciting and a little scary sometimes, but also ultimately very cool uh, and fun and an adventure. And for the last 18 months, we have been operating out of my pal's basement, which we have been very fortunate and lucky to be able to have space and support from the community. And hopefully mid-October-ish pending city permits we will be opening our commercial gym space right under the pride center i love it i love that it's yeah it's gonna become like a gay block yeah without them even knowing it we just kind of infiltrated (laughs) it's pretty awesome so if you have a a queer organization get into that building just take it over it'd be great i'm not looking at you specifically jd yeah yeah Yeah, I'll open a business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then what is, why did you feel um, you wanted to start Queer Flex? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good question. 
So the idea for Queer Flex, I think, has been kind of percolating in the back of my mind for a few years, but um, started really coming to form around the time that I started to understand myself as a non-binary person and started looking at the, the ways that uh, fitness and moving in my body were so uh, so so like central to that whole process. Um, my background is in social work, and I have training in like various other modalities of body movement and and health and wellness. And so I had been kind of pulling from my background of all of those sorts of things to um, help with my own uh, process of of coming to understand myself as non-binary uh, and. The more I started going to the gym and really like getting kind of into the lifting life, uh, the the less I felt like I belong there. In a lot of instances, the less I felt safe in those spaces. Um, and in starting to reach out to community and talk to community more, um, you know, hearing from other folks that I I wasn't absolutely wasn't alone in that mm. was one of the biggest things that pushed me to finally go and get that personal training certification I've been wanting since I was a wee child mm-hmm. uh, and um, you know having a background in social work and working in nonprofits for a number of years uh, it just seemed like that was the route that made the most sense and so yeah now almost it'll be it'll be two years in October mm-hmm. that I know isn't that weird yeah two years in October that uh, Queerflex will have been a thing and yeah I can't believe we're already moving into I'm really excited about this yeah it's I'm so 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 excited about this because like uh, in the short time that we've been functioning or up and running um, and when kind of word of Queerflex got out and people started to figure out what we where we were and what we were about and what we were doing uh, we've had a wait list like I'd say it's been at least like a 10 to 15 person wait list since like January of last year. And I've been able to bring on a couple new trainers, but still like, Mm -hmm. you know, so the need is there big time. And people are also saying that, you know, they, the personal training is great, but that's not always something that works for people. And they want to see this and they'd like to see that. And I always, I just want to say yes. Like I want to say, yes, I want, I want, I want to do all the thing, as many things as we can for all of the people and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and work with as many folks in the community as we can. So, moving into this space means that we'll be able to uh, work with even more folks from the community in in different ways and different approaches and group fitness and personal training and small groups and yoga and kickboxing and all sorts of really cool and other approaches to health and wellness too we've got a couple other um, wellness providers that are going to come and work with us like massage therapists and wellness coaches and we've I found a a queer and trans health a queer and trans affirming health at every size focused dietitian out of the states who is this person they They, sound magical yeah their name is Sam Tryon they're this magical unicorn out of DC uh, and I am yeah I'm their like biggest fan right now and so we will be working with them in the months to come obviously it will be an online thing because you know Mm -hmm. she's in DC but um, that just also I think speaks to the need of like like queer and trans folk we need we need you we want you there's space for you there's more things you know like not just like in terms of like using the services but like as professionals like you are brilliant and and wonderful and have great things to offer to the community so let's work together yeah and I think like from what I've seen over the past uh, two years is that like, like you've clearly like hit something that the community like you know, I think a lot of people knew they needed it, and even if they didn't, once they've experienced, they're like, holy, this is different, and like the way that, you know, speaking from experience too, that you're like, fitness can be like completely different than I thought it had to be, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, that I, it, like you've had like intense, like really good community support, haven't you? Or? Yeah, 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 I'm so, so grateful for the support from the community, like 
like the entire reason that Queerflex functions and is even able to remain sustainable is because of support from the community. So everything from the space that we're currently operating out of to all of the equipment that has been donated to us over the last you know year and a bit, mm-hmm. um, right up to you know we've got a, a Patreon that helps offset some of the costs because we offer our services on a sliding scale and there's a lot of things that we do outside of just personal training that mm-hmm. um, at the moment is, uh, you know, it, for the most part goes unpaid, but that's okay because it's, you know, it, it's important and it needs to be done, but the, the Patreon helps to support that kind of work as well and it's, the bulk of it is, you know, community members and even uh, we've got a fundraiser coming up which I know you wanted to chat a little bit about. Yeah, um, well that was like the, this like not, we just wanted to have you in and then that was a yeah. good reason to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just can't believe we haven't before and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for I, like, like thought publicly trolling you. No, I thought about inviting you so often, and then I was like, I think Courtney interviewed them, but Courtney never interviewed you and did about Queerflex. No, it was about Kyle. um, I don't know if you remember Smutfest. That was a thing Courtney interviewed me about. That was good too. Bless. That was good. That was a good time. (laughs) Smutfest was great. That was long live in the memories of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But you're okay. So the event this time is your big gay. Field day. Big gay field day. Yeah. Yes. Saturday, September 8th. It's our first fundraiser. And we're really excited because, um, I don't know, we're really excited because I love putting on big events that the whole community can come out to. And mm-hmm. there's like a donut eating competition <laughs> and extreme rock, paper, scissoring and tire flipping. And. Uh, and it's, it's rock, paper, scissoring with your hands, I imagine. Yes. No? Or yes. is it like the leg? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can make it whatever you want it yeah, to like be. Yeah, like Alexa. wrestling. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know. Whatever you want your big gay field day to people. mean. Yeah. It sure does. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and the and the reason why I, I you know, kind of got on that when you were asking me about community is because mm-hmm. support from the community has been huge with that. Even so far, we've got a ton of sponsors that have shown up, people from within the community, mm-hmm. folks from outside of the community and that are working towards allyship. Um, yeah, so it's it's great. There, It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. So, when and where? So it'll be Saturday, September 8th, so next weekend, mm-hmm. and it'll be at the Alberta Ave Community League from oh. 1 until 4 p.m., uh, and we're encouraging folks to sign up in teams if they can, but there's also space for folks coming solo. Uh, the ticket, the registration is $50 for that one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, you can come as a team, you can come as a solo babe, or if you want to come out and join our queer leader squad, which allies <laughs> are also welcome to join. Yep. Uh, our queer leader squad is being headed by New Boy, who is going to come, uh, Julie Ferguson, who is going to come uh, with me this evening, but was unfortunately unable to make it I, they were going to come and, and uh, promote the cheer, the queer leading squad oh but they couldn't God. make yeah, it unfortunately <laughs> yeah um, that's too bad yeah um, so then when if people so if people join as a team uh-huh. uh, then what can like what can they expect from the day are they participating in like every event that they want to or is mm-hmm. it like how does that work yeah no good question um, regardless of how you sign up you can participate in mm. as much or as little as you want uh, Queerflex is really big on celebration over competition so that's a lot of what this uh, the the events are, uh, on the course are set out to be um, even if if you just show up at one of the stations uh, and cheer somebody on, mm. you get a participation sticker because <laughs> cheering on is really important. People <laughs> underestimate the importance of cheering on. I went and ran uh, the Commonwealth stairs yes Wednesday. So yeah, yesterday. Where you literally run up and down every. Yeah, oh it's goodness. yeah they they do it once a <laughs> year. Face right now. Yeah, yeah they do it once a year. There's 96 flights of stairs in the between the top and bottom bowl. And I don't think I would I, I did 95. I was one shy. What? Uh, <laughs> you stop when you're one shy? It's timed. Oh. So I didn't do it in the amount of time. But having people fair. along so the way. Close. I know. It was so close. And I would, oh. I don't think I, I probably I would not have made it as far as I did if it weren't for the people cheering on. So awesome. people coming out to cheer other participants on are really important. Mm-hmm. And even if you show up just to cheer, you get a sticker. <laughs> and 
it's going to be great. No, I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah, come out cool. in a team, you can like, you know, break it up amongst the team. Like mm. who does what thing? If you come out as a solo babe and you find other solo babes and you want to band together and tackle all of the events, you can do that. Um, and if you just want to come out and support, there's ways to do that too. There's going to be a silent auction with a lot of like really wild and kind of bougie stuff, which is exciting <laughs> and cool. Um, our donut races, donut party is donating all the donuts for that. Wow, that's worth it alone. I love donut party. Yeah, the the humans running it are fantastic, and their <laughs> wow. food is delicious. Um, yeah, it's and then is is um, everything that like mm-hmm. all the proceeds from this are they obviously that are go, there to go to Queer Flex mm-hmm. in general, but is it also like a ramping up and like getting excited for the new space? Is that the thinking too? Yeah, definitely twofold in that sense for sure. Um, you know, with with this new space, it, it means a lot of really exciting things for the community, but it also means now that we have that cost to consider and we're absolutely looking at, you know, uh, applying for grants and, and all of that kind of stuff, but those things take time and, mm-hmm. uh, and energy <laughs> as well to apply for. Um, you know, and so yeah, this this fundraiser is to help us get the funds in place to make sure that we don't have to offload the cost of renting the commercial space onto the people who are using our services. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you said at the beginning too that you have a Patreon for people who don't know what that is. So Patreon it. is like crowdfunding. Are you making a? F- I feel like people might not know what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who don't know what Patreon is. Okay. And that's fair. Yeah. So I don't know how I know this because I usually am the one who doesn't know, but I haven't heard of that before. Maybe you have, do you have it's a lot of like does. artist friends? It's no. pretty common in the No. no yeah. I, just, I just by luck know what that is. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't use Facebook. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm always getting that. Yeah. Go ahead, please. Yes, no, it's for, okay. for us who don't know what Patreon is. Yes, please tell me what Patreon is. So Patreon is um, like a crowdfunding platform. Not like a crowdfunding platform. It is a crowdfunding platform. Um, but it is monthly as opposed to a one-time donation. Oh, okay. yep. And depending on what tier you donate at, you get certain perks. So, for example, um, for eight, our $8 a month tier is called Anxiety Blaster. It's pretty <laughs> great because um, he doesn't have a little bit of low-key anxiety about going to the gym um, but on that at that level you get access I think to three ringtone grunts that I recorded <laughs> in the Queerflex gym oh yeah uh, you also get access to our monthly Google Hangout that we do so you can ask me and the Queerflex trainers anything oh, that cool. you want yeah um, and what else comes with that you get added to like our secret Facebook group so you belong to a really cool club and yeah that's just an example of one of the perks there's lots of different things that come along with that so um, uh, and that is one of the big things that we rely on to help us uh, offset some of the costs that come with operating it. Uh, what's the word that I'm look, looking for? Operating an organization like what mm-hmm. we've got going on with Queerflex. And because that's that, I, I imagine because people are are. Uh, oh, you brought it up on your phone. Yeah, but on there my you phone. go. There you yeah. go. Make your Technology. join the Patreon. <laughs> but I mean, I, I imagine that offers you like stable, a bit of stability and knowing from the Patreon, like yeah. what is coming in that month. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, that's amazing. So if people, so you said you still have a waiting list, but I, people mm-hmm. shouldn't be intimidated by that. If yeah, they don't be get, intimidated yeah. by that. Don't yeah. be intimidated by that. that. Um, one of the reasons why the waitlist is still as it is because being in the smaller space we can only have one trainer in there at a time right. so once we get into our new space we'll be able to open our schedule up quite a bit more and hopefully we'll be able to get uh, get to those folks who have been waiting I know there's some folks who've been waiting for a really long time yeah. uh, and then more are added every every day if not every you know every week or every day uh, but yeah don't let that hold you back uh, like I said you know the more the bigger space that we move into means the more people that we can work with and and help and walk a path to wellness with which is really exciting for um all of us and Mm -hmm. um 
one of the other things we're really excited about, I don't know if it's, can I talk about You can talk about anything you want, Kyle. I can talk about anything I want. That's amazing. Thank you, Alexa. Yeah. Um, We also, we've been working, so QueerFlex has been working closely with uh, a pal of ours from In Your Boots Fitness, Tony Harrison, as well as the Pride Center of Edmonton to develop an LGBTQ plus fitness accessibility training for fitness professionals. Wow. Yes. That's huge. It is huge. Yeah. yeah, we're we're really excited about that. And I was uh, I was saying on C- I was on CBC Radio earlier today talking a little bit about that, and they said you know it it might not be the best business model in the whole world, but <laughs> <laughs> basically what our intention is is to uh, you know work with other trainers who are interested in um, in this kind of work uh, to you know learn what it looks like to make their spaces and their practices more accessible to folks in our community. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be launching that on September 16th is going to be the day that we're going to be running our first course on that. Wow. And yeah. That's incredible. I like how that ties into, I've heard you say it a few times when people question like, um, why you focus on training queer and trans folks mm-hmm. and your response to that is, or do you want me to? Yeah, no, please. I, <laughs> do you please know your me. response? I, don't, I do know. I, I think I know where my response is. Oh, well, when, yeah. when every trans and queer person feels comfortable going to like any gym or workout space, then you'll accept cis and, and straight folks. Is that, that's not, the, you say it much better than that. <laughs> I mean, I do accept those people in my, in my heart. Right. Um, <laughs> those people. I don't mean it like that. Um, what I, what I do mean is that. Um, you're you're right in saying that you know when every queer trans and non-binary person in the city at the very least feels like they can safely access every fitness space here in Edmonton I'm more than happy to start training non-queer folks Um, Mm. you know they're absolutely in our new space uh, we do have a group fitness program that's going to be open to all identities Um, but as it stands right now uh, and as you know is very evident by our wait list regardless of having additional trainers Mm -hmm. um, the need for queer centered fitness and queer-centered spaces when it comes to that is big. Yeah. Uh, and so we want to make sure that, you know, we've got the time and resources to make sure that we get those needs met first. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, no, and I don't think anyone can argue with that when you're also, like, actively helping, you know, other people learn how to yeah. train queer and trans folks in a, like, welcoming, supportive way. So I don't think, like, yeah, yeah I fully, that's amazing. Well, and, like, you know, I was... Uh, talking about this the other day of like you know we could sit at queerflex and just like keep everything within the walls of queerflex and not um you know be like no this is this is our stuff this is our community and we're all you know we're not going to share this knowledge with other people but the whole one of the the main purposes of queerflex was to make those changes on a broader scale and we can't make those changes on a broader scale if we're just sitting in the gym and not talking to people from you know yeah. from other parts of the industry and other parts of the community on what they can do because I don't think that those spaces are necessarily unsafe because people who run them want them to be that way I Mm -hmm. think a lot of it just has to do with a lack of knowledge around what it takes to you know actually be uh, a queer and trans affirming space and that it's more than having just a rainbow sticker on the door and saying all are welcome yeah yeah oh for sure because I think I mean I yeah mainstream gyms I don't there's some that I haven't felt safe at just okay. for how, like, I mean, you don't have to well, get into it. No, but I mean, it depends on the crowd. But I think, I, did I not tell you this? I was at a city gym. I don't want to get off topic, but. No, please. At a c- city-owned gym. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and they had a video on that was showing, it had different catchphrases on it. And it said at one point, like, don't be such pansies or something. <gasps> and I said, I went to the people who worked there and I said, you know, I, that's a little homophobic. Yeah. I, you know, pansies, I don't think it's appropriate to be putting on a screen without any kind of contact. Also, just, then this is like, I feel like Shocked also, <laughs> but also the like, the, and I feel like from like training with you too, yeah. that it like, it is a different, like, obviously you don't like let me get away with stuff, but you're also not like mean or degrading about it. It's not like, don't be a pansy, like go do another set. Like, wh- yeah. how is that helpful to anybody? I don't know. It motivates yeah, some people. Yeah, I'm sure. I, was, I was a little surprised when I saw that. I'm yeah. Like, oh. oh my gosh. It's a little. Yeah. 
Don't be a pansy. Sweat harder. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of really interesting catchphrases that you find in some gyms out there that I'm like, again, I, I wonder if maybe they, I, I like to assume the best in people. Maybe it's the social worker in me that's mm. like, unconditional positive regard for everybody. <laughs> uh, but sometimes I really With wonder. like a wavering voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully your work will help with <laughs> horrible flashed messages. We, yeah, we yeah. can't expect yeah. that at, at Queer Flex. No, no, absolutely. Uh, no, I've never been called a pansy, I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember the one time I tried to make you do extra jumping jacks when you knocked over the block and you're like, no, we don't do that here. Oh, yeah. There yeah. Was a- <laughs> the one time that I tried to pull some some crap, you're, you you were like, no, that's not what we do at Queer. Oh yeah, that so there was, was like, a punishment, and I was like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? No. No, but but seriously, yeah. if that's the next level, we can talk about it. Yeah. And we can, <laughs> I won't I won't question your your ways if that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> no, pun- exercise isn't a punishment. No, 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 it's fair. <laughs> I would never do that. No, I deserved yeah. it. I was like not. Whatever. No, no, you yeah, didn't. Isn't it, it's not. <laughs> we don't need to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Okay. So that's also. I'm so glad that like we were able to have you on. I think we should film your session and then. I've like, already. Well, there's already. Well, Kyle was featured on, on uh, Alberta Primetime. But I think this should be on the radio. Uh, that's true. Then it would be. It would add to your grunting ringtones. Yeah. 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 Just does. splice. The listeners can experience what it's like. Hmm. With like me place. working out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Me too. <laughs> it's mostly like, Kyle, what's happening next? How many more? Are we almost done? <laughs> can I, Are you can serious? I, can I watch <laughs> and give commentary? That's pretty yeah, much that's, every that's, session. Yeah. 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 You're like, do this, yeah. but on a ball, and the ball's on fire, <laughs> and there's monkeys jumping around, and you have to plank. And it's like, yeah. The one time there's monkeys, and now you hold it over my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ball work, though. That's the inflatable. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway. what? So, so one more time. What? Uh, just the quick details about the yeah. Big Gay Field Day. So big, quick details about Big Gay Field Day. Saturday, September eighth, from one until four p.m. at the Alberta Ave Community League. Tickets are fifty bucks. You can go online, go to queerflex.com, and there is a big clickable link right there on the page when you get there, and it'll take you to the page, and all the info is at your fingertips. Uh, and if you have any questions, you can always get in contact with us, with us through the page or at Queerflex on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. I really and do appreciate being asked to be on. This is like, it warms my heart. <laughs> I'm making a little face right now, but yeah. I'm really happy well, to be here. Well, and I feel so, yeah. No, this sure is an stop. official open invitation that yeah. anytime just walk in on a Thursday and come talk to us. Sick deal. Yeah. I'll be there. All right. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Would you like to play records on the radio? Gee whiz. Can I? You bet your bottom dollar. Really? Even me? Yes, almost anyone can volunteer at CJSR, Edmonton's community radio station. We will train you how to sound keen on the microphone. You can learn how to play records, compact discs, and the exciting new MP3, the format of tomorrow. Or you could train to be a big city news reporter. Or produce jocular commercials, just like this one. Is it hard? Does it suck? It's as easy as one, two, three. Call 780-492-2577 or electronic mail. Volunteer at CJSR.com. Consider your exciting future at CJSR. Having sex is healthy, so here's some tips about having healthy sex. Consent is ongoing, freely given, enthusiastic, specific, and informed. Hey there, we're back with Gaywire. We're back. Uh, Thanks to Kyle from Queerflex, that was amazing to have them on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll give all the information for their Big Gay Field Day uh, again at the end of the show if you want to take part. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So before Kyle came on, I'm still blown away. We were talking about the fact that former Prime Minister Joe Clark had once been the gay parade marshal. That's news for me. 
Uh, it happened 17 years ago. <laughs> And he was the first former prime minister to take the role as well, in Canada's Grand Marshal of any gay pride no, parade. No, wait, uh, Johnny McDonald marched in Kingston's gay pride parade oh, in that's uh, right. 1901. Yeah. No, he did not. Before establishing horrible colonial policies. Yeah. Or while doing uh, so. After, At yeah. the same time as tends to happen. Um, that's a joke. He did not march in a gay pride parade. No, because there was... Not, no. a, not a fan of Johnny McDonald. No, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll make that declaration right here. Okay, we're both... That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> no statues of him in our yards. No, exactly. Um, but let's stay in Calgary. I did want to like bring attention to this. this is a bit of, it seems like a bit of a developing story. Um, over the weekend, uh, there was uh, reports um, a same-sex couple in Calgary said they were physically attacked uh, last weekend by a group of people who made derogatory comments about their sexuality. So this is reporting from uh, CBC, and uh, it is uh, uh, a person named Danielle and her girlfriend were out, of, out on the town for a date night on Saturday and were holding hands while waiting to cross the street um, on, the corner, on a corner in the Beltline, which is like the new hip part of Calgary. Uh, they were approached by a group of people who, according to one of the two women, made a sexual comment um, about the pair, saying, quote, they started laughing at us, so I just said something like, nice man bun. Um, then she said the group continued to verbally berate them. So she took her, her uh, she took their phone, uh, she took a picture with her phone and then things spiraled out of control from there. She said, quote, I just remember this guy coming up from behind and hitting me in the face oh. and I was smashed to the ground. Uh, according to her, the attackers also smashed her phone and choked her girlfriend. <gasps> Yes. Uh, despite her anger toward the attackers, uh, she said she feels sorry for them, saying, quote, I feel sorry for them that this is how they think they can go out and live their lives. I feel sorry that they're going to get a lot of bad karma coming their way because they chose to do something really stupid and insensitive. She continued that she's been out since she was 12 and dealing with rude and derogatory comments, but her sexuality is nothing new, saying, quote, it's pretty normal, which is kind of horrible to say. But now I'm older and I'm not afraid of saying something back. I'm not going to, I'm not going after them with any har harmful comments just maybe giving them back what they're giving to me but I never thought in a million years that I'd be attacked by a guy and slammed down to the ground for something like that uh, as it stands now the Calgary Police Service Hate Crime Unit is currently investigating the incident and there's no information on what happened to the attackers or anything like that if they've hmm. been uh, charged or well, obviously they haven't been charged but well, if they've been hopefully if they're known. follow up next week and have an update on that yeah, I mean, especially like if there's footage. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't like it says. It says she took her phone out to take a picture. I don't know if oh. she actually got the picture, um, but maybe she did. But then they smashed her phone. So who knows? Like, yeah. But that's awful. Yeah, that is, and I mean, it just. And right before Pride too. I mean, it's gonna have people on edge because it's like. That kind of stuff. I mean, that stuff is designed to intimidate people so they can't be out. Uh, yeah. And I think, like, when you do have, like, you do, I mean, you, there is, I don't think it's, because last week I talked about there was a, uh, a drag queen in BC who right before their Kelowna Pride, uh, the night before the Pride Parade, um, I don't know if you heard this story, oh. too, that she was uh, attacked um, as well, and she was uh, physically assaulted, and she she fought back and um, actually like broke the nose of her attacker and got away. And she said she like felt able to do that because she had trained in different kinds of self defense. Yeah, I went um, to a self defense class. Yeah, and then she actually went home, phoned her fellow drag queens to warn them about this, so that they should all walk home together. And then she walked in the pride parade the next day. Good for her. Yeah. But also also the, like, whole, like, this is what our community does, right? Like, we protect each other. And, like, when, when things like this happen, like, we're so used to being, like, well, I have to, like, phone everybody in my community mm -hmm. or get a hold of them that might be yeah. vulnerable, too, and make sure that we, like, protect each other. Um, absolutely. But I know. I don't think I don't think it's, like, it's definitely not a coincidence. And it, it's not imagined that these incidences do ramp up around pride. Right. Yeah. And that's why... I mean, a lot of people are trying to preserve pride as a, as a, as a middle finger to the haters, and not as a, not necessarily as a celebration that everything's great now. It's more right. as a, you know, like, 
try that again kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's still more work to do. Yeah. And I mean, like, uh, the fact that the, you know, the EPS is on it and the hate crime unit is investigating it and all this kind of stuff, like, EPS, I don't know. No, not the EPS. Oh, sorry, Calgary. the CPS, Calgary yeah, Police yeah, Service. Sure this Cal- yeah, it yeah, was in Calgary. Sorry, that was the Calgary Police sorry. Service. Any um, updates on EPS? <laughs> I was. I've been away for three weeks. So I don't know. If you Last, about it. I did. I only briefly talked about it because I know you wanted to talk about it even more. Wow. You haven't heard. I can't even remember what my outrage was. I right. Didn't. So I'll, I'll remind you. So um, a couple weeks ago, when you were here, we talked about the fact that the Calgary Police Service issued. No, I was gone. I was gone for that. Okay. So the Calgary Police Service issued a formal apology to the LGBT community for um, past. Um, in incidences of homophobia and transphobia and targeting oh, and being yes. violent and uh, uh, surveilling the community and, and doing things like bath raids and stuff like that. That's right. Yes. It's good for them. Yeah. I so mean, it's not everything, but it's, just, it's, it's something. Right. So then, uh, of course, the question turned to, is the Edmonton Police Service going to issue an apology? Are they? Um, <laughs> Uh, the police chief had said uh, that there is no uh, clear agreement or resolution on whether the EPS should deliver an apology to the LGBT community. This is coming from a member, uh, sorry, a memo from the police chief. Uh, it was shared with CBC News and it was sent to police staff uh, a few weeks ago. Um, it outlines some of the reasons why the chief has yet to deliver an apology for the service's past treatment of the LGBT community, uh, saying in the memo, quote, while some want an apology, others believe we have moved beyond the need for one. Oh, we've transcended. And that an apology would actually be a setback. Well, How is that? <laughs> we'll just stop there while no. you can be angry about that. <laughs> okay, no, that's uh, okay. Continue. But no, how would... But how like, is we it can a see us. <laughs> the oh, only thing I can why? think... It'll, yeah. it'll remind us mm-hmm. and yeah. it'll upset us. Yeah. We had moved on. Yeah. And if you, oh, your apology. Oh, I forgot that happened. Oh, now I'm upset. Yeah. As I, if people I, forgot yeah, that they I'd got forgotten. mistreated by the police. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Gonna, it's, no. <laughs> people who want an apology haven't forgotten that they want an apology. Um, he okay, continued. <laughs> we'll just debunk it bit by bit. Uh, okay. So, as we said, Calgary issued an apology... The Toronto Police Service issued an apology in 2016, um, and Montreal Police did the same mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Uh, so then the police chief of Edmonton wrote, we did not want our, our apology to be viewed as insincere or trite in following the other's footsteps, but rather genuine and specific to the historical EPS interactions with the communities. With the community. So, so his yeah. second argument is that everybody else is doing it, so we don't want to do it too, <laughs> yeah. because it looks like we're just doing it because other people are doing it. Yes. Therefore, we shouldn't do it. Yes. So it's just so, such weird stuff. So it's like, say, it's like we don't want to remind you of the yeah. harm we caused you. I think it's also like we don't want to, you know, we got over it, meaning the EPS got over yeah. it, and they're like, we don't want to talk about that. Um, and they're also like, if we apologize, it'll be insincere because other people have, yeah. which is so ridiculous. They should just say, like, hey, we want to apologize. Just read these uh, three other ones yeah. <laughs> and, and know that we're thinking about you. Like, And it would be like insert in, uh, it would be Mad Libs yeah. for, for Bathhouse yeah. Raids apologies. So instead of like Toronto 1980. <laughs> or whatever or Montreal 1979 it would be like Edmonton yeah. 1980 just, just throw yeah. up the name of the bathhouse put yeah. the bathhouse in <laughs> no it would be it would be like the city title the name yeah. of the bathhouse the year sorry for doing X, Y, and Z that was yeah. abusive to people sorry for exposing X, Y, and Z they probably uh, just have a form apology yeah anyway. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's also a terrible reason not to apologize. Right. And so Shay Lewis, who we actually had on the show yes. uh, following their protests at this year's Edmonton Pride Festival, uh, said, uh, quote, if their apology is going to sound more trite just because someone else apologized, I would question how they're structuring their apology in the first place. Mm-hmm. Very true, Shay. Uh, uh, they continued, if anything, it would be more, it would mean more that you're willing to follow through with what people are requesting and demanding of you comparatively to just holding out and saying, no, no, no. I'll apologize when I see fit. So that's from Shay Lewis, who's one awesome. of the organizers. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Also, the thing so that well really... Done. Okay, so the final part that I think really, when we were talking about this before, that really got you... There's another part. There's a third part. I, I honestly forget, but remind me. Yeah, on, I will. On so, <laughs> uh, the police, the Edmonton police chief compared the history of criminalizing LGBT community oh, yeah. with the approaching legalization of marijuana, saying that officers of the day were duty-bound to enforce the law saying, quote, while in imperfect comparison we see similar circumstances playing out today where tens of thousands of Canadians have been charged with marijuana-related offensive resulting in travel and career restrictions. Uh, So he's making the comparison that you're not going to absolve those people. The only thing he said that was accurate was it's an imperfect comparison. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know what? If you start your sentence with this is an imperfect comparison, you should end your sentence right there and say, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to compare that. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> smoking marijuana actually was illegal, mm-hmm. and it still is illegal, but, I mean, mm-hmm. we know it's wrapping up, but it was illegal, so the police were enforcing the actual law. Targeting body houses, well, bathhouses, classifying them as body houses, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't, that, that's not, in, that's not uh, enforcing that law the way it was intended to be enforced. It's saying that we're going to, you know, we're going to pick on gay men. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do it? Well, we're going to classify these bathhouses as body houses, and then we're going to arrest them for being found-ins, which right. is like an archaic law. It wasn't intend- It wasn't in- written to be intended to be used like that. But it was one way that the police were able to terrorize gay men. After the decriminalization of After, homosexual yeah. sex. So they weren't actually committing... Right. Law. They weren't breaking the law. Yeah. So it you do see, like, you see a spike a in... against gay yeah. sex. Yeah. That was decriminalized in 1969. And you see a spike in yeah. bathhouse raids through the, ni- through the late 70s and early 80s. Specifically, I yes. think, because they could no longer go after you for sodomy. Exactly. So they were going after people for being quote, found-ins found in a bathhouse. Which is not what the law was yeah. intended to be used for. And, I mean, they didn't have to enforce that law. They could have gone on their merry way, but somebody said, you know, hey, let's let's arrest gay men. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out a way to do that. Let's call them found-ins. And then let's put their names in the newspapers yep. so that they uh, lose their jobs or their families break down or they become uh, suicidal, mm-hmm. or they lose their friends. Like they're completely ostracized yeah. from it, yeah. So that doesn't yeah. happen with marijuana. No. No, it doesn't tend to that shaming. I mean, it, it, like, and the, the, obviously the laws and the ways that people have been jailed for marijuana offenses are racist, and they have been targeted against racialized populations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But they, and, and they should, like, they should be, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous to criminalize marijuana in the first place and all this sort of stuff. So it has been completely racialized and targeted certain populations. But that's not where he's coming from. That's no, not the, that's not the not, argument he's, he's not making. Actually, no. no. If, he, if, if, was, if he was making a, per- a better comparison, he'd be also commenting on the inequity behind the marijuana laws. Yeah. But he's not. <laughs> no, he's saying the marijuana laws, people were arrested, Mar- and that was good. Marijuana laws were fine. And yeah. now, yeah. So, no. Uh, so I, would no welcome a co- I would welcome a comparison both rooted in systematic oppression. Sure. It looks at both of those. You know what? Maybe how they're used We're not to, giving him enough credit. Maybe yes. he really was... <laughs> Yeah, how they're both used to oppress yeah. certain populations. Yeah. I suspect that's not what he's saying. Um, <laughs> so now we remember the three reasons that you got angry at his at his statement. That's there's there was more. <laughs> there was more because he said that another reason that they're not apologizing is because the community can't agree on whether they want one or not. There's right. some people in the yeah. community yeah. who want an apology and some people who don't. And so, oh, you silly gays, why can't you all just speak with one unified voice? It would be so much easier for us yeah, absolutely. if there was an elected gay who would <laughs> represent all of your views yeah. and just tell us what you want. Just, just tell us. Yeah. If only you weren't so diverse. <laughs> And that drives well, me crazy. I, absolutely, and I want like, and it's like, okay, so some don't want it, so but does that like, really yeah. outweigh so the people that do want it? People, yeah, like, yeah. And it's who are the people who are like? Are the people who are saying they don't want it people who are actually involved in those bathhouse raids thirty years ago, or are they people who are not really involved in that and He's envision a different like to right one like person? Yeah. Um, I mean, and said like, oh, I, you know, we've heard politicians do that before. Oh, I've spoken to representatives of the LGBTQ community. Well, you spoke to one, one gay guy, and now you're going with what they say is what the community wants. Mm-hmm. And totally ignoring that is a diverse community with diverse views. Yeah. 
And I mean, if the community, the people in the community are saying they want an apology, then that means that there's some people in the community who want an apology. So you should probably apologize. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think like, but I mean, I think like, it's interesting what, (laughs) that's what we do here. But I mean, it is interesting that at at a certain point, if you're strong armed into an apology, is it sincere, right? Like, do we care? How would you ever know it's sincere? Do we care? Is it just the like symbolic that they apologize? We know it's not going to be sincere if it comes from him because listen listen to his four ridiculous reasons why he's not apologizing. Yeah. But I don't care if he means it or not. Somebody in their communications department is going to write a sincere apology and he's going to read it and maybe he doesn't mean it but at least it came from the EPS mm-hmm. and they're they're going to be bound by it like you can't I mean you can't apologize and then do the exact opposite but in this day and age it's a lot harder to do apologies create an onus to do something better hopefully yeah yeah even if you don't do it at least there's that 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 onus that responsibility well, at least you can, there's something to hold to account, right? Yes. Like there's something that you can turn point yeah. to and say, uh, you said you apologize, therefore we expect a few right. things, but who knows if it actually has any teeth. Yeah. So oh that's why we goodness. waited to have you on to discuss the, the non-apology. Yeah. I, yeah. Now I'm going to go have a drink. <laughs> uh, forget about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have time for, um, I did want to, did want to bring up one thing just because it's so what news it's just gonna make you more angry if you haven't heard <laughs> about it already six minutes yeah and you still have to plug the the donut eating contest again oh we'll have time for that okay for queer flex yes we'll come back We've um twice. so this is this is according to iPolitics, and i'm sure you've heard of this jd that the ontario government has launched a snitch site for parents to lodge complaints against teachers they believe aren't following the provincial curriculum uh specifically uh this is referring to uh, <laughs> to so we'll just oh give a, I'll just give like 30 seconds of background. Uh, the Ontario oh. government had uh, spent several years redoing their curriculum in consultation with many, many community organizations. Yes. There was a huge amount of, not a huge, there was a select amount of protest against specifically the sex ed curriculum that was redeveloped to include things like consent and also sexting. gender identity and the sexting and sexuality. I think anal sex. Maybe in grade and 12. But I mean, kids are doing that. You know, they yeah. should know. Kids already know. They should they should get the right information. So yes, it's Ford, health information. Yes. So the Ford government uh, was elected this spring, and one of the first things they did was they said they're going to scrap the newly developed 2015 sex ed curriculum, which effectively means that the province is left with their old sex ed curriculum, which dates back to 1998, before, which doesn't mention the word consent, obviously has nothing about the internet in it, and would widely be considered, like, I, I don't, like, students aren't going to respond to that, right? Like, you're, you're talking about things that are not relevant to them anymore. So now, in addition to doing all these things, because there was uh, obviously teacher backlash, um, different teacher associations in Ontario um, uh, uh, protested this, including the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario. Um, uh, And so the next level of what's happening here is that they are putting out a tip website to snitch on teachers. That are teaching the old... That are teaching the... That are teaching off uh like are they teaching something other than the 1998 curriculum for oh sex ed gosh, that's draconian. I don't, <laughs> well a lot yeah. of teachers i've read interviews of teacher teachers who said that they're duty bound mm-hmm. they have an oath or whatever to teach the students the truth and if students ask them like what consent is mm-hmm. they have to teach them and they have to, so they're going to use the the new old new curriculum, whatever we're going to call it, the the Kathleen Wynne curriculum is what. That's why people are against it because mm-hmm. a lesbian created it. I think in part. Oh yeah, largely in part. Yeah, so she's uh, the the lesbian curriculum is being thrown out yeah. because it'll taint their children. I'm I'm generalizing, <laughs> but I think a lot of the backlash against it was because of that. Well, no, and when if you actually if you a, actually look, she'd been a straight guy. Yeah, it would have flown under the radar the a bit better. Curriculum. Yeah, we have the curriculum here in Alberta. Well, it's being developed. Yeah. No, but I mean, there's some new stuff, but we already some of that stuff that, they, that we've already had for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think I think you're right. And if you actually looked at what the sex ed curriculum is, 
uh, it's not it's not the like sex no. panic panic inducing thing that they're claiming it to there be. There was a lot right? of like false information yes. about there was teaching children to do certain things. No, it was like the first. It's like it's it's no. things your children should know that it's like kindergarten kids are learning like about their body and about yes. autonomy over their body and who should and shouldn't touch their body and all these sorts of things. So yeah, absolutely. 